This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the 22nd Sunday in Ordinary Time, the 30th of August. If you are an art lover, and I am, then you will know that some of our greatest art galleries are on our very doorstep here in London. But also, it has to be said that just across the Channel, a short distance away, the French also have some rather good art galleries, and most notably in Paris. And I remember several years ago visiting the Musée d'Orsay, which has one of the great Impressionist collections in the world. And I was fascinated by one particular huge canvas entitled The Romans in Their Decadence. It's by a rather less well-known artist called Thomas Couture. It's a depiction of a wild Roman revelry with every form of pleasure-seeking going on. There's food and drink and every kind of excess. But at the dead centre of the canvas, staring right out at the viewer, is a young woman who is reclining on a couch and she's looking out at the viewer with a combination of boredom, disgust and despair. I think it's a great depiction of what hell might be like. No one in the picture is in flames or writhing in agony, just the opposite, because all of the pleasures of the world are on display. But this woman channels the fact that they are giving no real joy whatsoever. What it says is, I'm experiencing every pleasure possible and I'm still unhappy. It's a picture with reference to the gospel of this Sunday of someone who has gained the whole world but has lost their soul. What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world but ruins or loses his soul? What is the soul? Well, in our great tradition, the soul means that greatest and most abiding dimension of our existence that which puts a person in contact with God. The soul is not just one element among many, rather the soul is the all-embracing reality. It includes the whole of my life and the whole of my life in relation to God. This is how St Thomas Aquinas puts it. The soul is in the body, but not as contained by it, but rather containing it. The soul is not just some little thing inside, rather the soul is that which contains the whole of me. If the soul is rightly ordered, it can handle anything, worldly success or worldly failure, popularity, unpopularity, honour, dishonour. Rightly ordered, the soul can handle all of those situations, but disordered, it can handle nothing. Whether you have honour or dishonour, whether you have health or sickness, whether they love you or hate you. If the soul is disordered, or if you have lost your soul, then none of those situations will benefit you. It profits a person nothing to gain the whole world if you lose your soul. If you have your soul, you can lose the world and it wouldn't make one bit of difference because it's the fulcrum on which the whole spiritual life turns. And getting this principle right sets the tone for everything. So what does it mean to get it right? What does it mean to have your soul? What does it mean to lose your soul? 
The soul is that which puts me into contact with God, and God is love. And that is not just some little greeting card sentiment, but it is the very centre of what we believe about God. Love is to will the good of the other. It's not a passing sentiment or feeling, but the foundational act of the will. To love is to will the good of the other. Now, we human beings mostly think in terms of security, safety, self-preservation. But God thinks relentlessly in terms of love, and especially when that love entails suffering. So a good spiritual question for us is, what is my final frame of reference? Is it how do I avoid pain or how do I love? How I answer or determine that will shape everything else in my life. If I wake up in the morning my, and my basic question is, how do I preserve my life? Then I'm going to live my life in a certain way, ultimately in a selfish way. But if when I wake up in the morning I say, how will I love today? Then I will live the life of a saint because I will have got behind Jesus and been a true member of the ecclesia, his community of those called out from the world, which is what the word church means. Ecclesia, to be called out from the world. This is why Jesus now says to his disciples that anyone who wishes to come after me must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Notice how active this language is. He doesn't say, accept the cross if it comes your way. No, he tells us to take it up, to consciously go towards it and embrace it. And we must consciously and freely walk the path of suffering love, if we are to be his followers. This means that love, according to the Christian, def Christian definition, is not concerned about filling itself up, but by emptying itself out, giving itself away. If you have the divine life in you, you become a channel of love. You become an instrument of peace for the good of the other. Think of that woman again at the centre of the couture painting. There is someone who has filled herself up with all the goods of the world. She has all that pleasure swirling around her, and yet she's left disgusted and desperate. It's not a question of filling oneself up, but of emptying oneself out. That is what it means to save your soul and to have your soul. You might want to find that painting and have it as your screensaver, and with the words of the gospel of this Sunday written across it, what does it profit a person if they gain the whole world but lose their very soul? Is this a difficult task? Absolutely. But we all want to save our lives. We all want to save our souls. But if we want to do this, we have to lose ourselves. It's a paradox. But if you want to hang on to what is most fundamental, then let go of it in love. Stop trying to fill it up. Stop trying to defend it. Then you will be conformed to the love that God is. The month of September that we're just about to begin is the month of the Holy Cross. And this helps us to focus more on those words that Jesus addresses affectionately to each one of us. And Our Lady is there beside the cross, who with a mother's love helps us to fulfil the will of our Lord. Let us pray. God of might, giver of every good gift, put into our hearts 
the love of your name, so that by deepening our sense of reverence, you may nurture in us what is good, and by your watchful care, keep safe what you have nurtured. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.